Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, beautiful babes. Welcome to another episode. I'm so happy to be here with you today talking about a topic that is really close to my heart and soul and maybe one of the weirdest subjects we've talked about so far and one that I'm sure I'm so not the only one to have experienced, especially among all of you out there who listen to this show regularly because I know you guys are pretty magical. I've been thinking a lot about spiritual awakenings and how they literally change our lives in such major ways and how when I had a spiritual awakening, it totally changed mine. It's not just that it made me a different person, but it really allowed me to be more of who I am and always maybe have been, but just didn't fully realize it or recognize it. Suddenly, so many things made so much more sense. The experience of spiritual awakenings comes up quite a bit in my astrology readings with clients because even people with seemingly normal corporate day jobs have a woo-woo side that they are longing to bring out into the world and into their friend circles and moon circles and maybe even into their career as well. I really want to talk about this today so that if anyone listening is going through a spiritual awakening or if you have gone through one, that you know you're not alone. It can feel really lonely and scary and can affect your life, your career, your relationships, all of these things on maybe even an extreme level. So I want to talk about how you can navigate it from my perspective and what has helped me personally. I'm not an expert on this topic by any means, but I have gone through it myself and I talked to a lot of people who have too. This topic has been on my mind for a really long time, but I wanted to save recording this episode until I made it back to Hawaii. Because it was here in Hawaii, on another island from where I live now, that I had a major spiritual awakening that became the trigger for me starting Soulshine Astrology and doing the work I'm doing in the world now. So it's all coming full circle now, which is a really great feeling because when my spiritual awakening was happening, I was in a really bad place. I don't always love talking about this because it is so personal and I spent a very long time questioning my sanity and sorting through what in the world happened to me and what it really meant. But before we get into all of that, I will be sharing a condensed version of my crazy story later. Let's start off by talking about the basic question of what is a spiritual awakening exactly? We hear people talking about this from time to time about waking up or becoming woke 
or opening up to intuitive gifts or suddenly coming to realize the answers to some of the deeper questions of the universe that you weren't sure could ever truly be answered. Everyone is going to experience a spiritual awakening differently. I just want to get that out of the way and make sure I say that. But the general idea is that when you're going through a spiritual awakening, your old idea of the world falls away to reveal a new one. And you may be realizing there is so much more to life and the world and the universe and you than what you were initially led to believe. You might start realizing that you have a bigger purpose or that your life story goes far beyond the physical plane and that we really are all connected. You don't necessarily need to realize that you are psychic or that you can speak to the dead or angels or your spirit guides or ascended masters, although that does happen to people later in life who weren't initially born with it. Many of these people were, however. What a spiritual awakening is about is really just about realizing that there is more out there beyond this physical plane. There's more to being a human than just being a human. You are a spirit. You are having a spiritual experience. And that's really what it comes down to. The different realizations people can have during their spiritual awakening definitely can vary. And like I said, we all experience them in our own way. And no way is the right way and no way is better than any other way. But something I have noticed is that a spiritual awakening usually starts off with some sort of breakdown. Something goes horribly wrong, or maybe everything does, and you're forced to rely on your intuition because the physical world isn't making any sense anymore, or maybe you feel so helpless and you feel like you're being forced into surrendering. Maybe it's the death of someone you love or the loss of a career or a home, the end of a relationship or a bankruptcy or an illness. For me, it was all of those things, come to think of it. All of those things happened to me at once in the same year, but it was probably the illness that sparked it for me the most. I was at a point where everything in my life was falling apart And this was while I was supposedly chasing my dreams in life, which I think made it even harder and more intense. But a spiritual awakening can also come from simply feeling deeply dissatisfied by life. You know there's something more out there for you, but the universe isn't showing you or you're just not really experiencing that magic in your day-to-day life. That also happened to me, and I always grew up feeling like there had to be more. I knew there was more to this place than just going through the motions, growing up, paying bills, getting married, having kids, maybe retiring and traveling, all of that. Because I felt things, I dreamed things. Sometimes I knew things before they happened, but I didn't know how to explain it. And I wondered why other people weren't as sensitive as I am. I think we all have incredibly powerful intuition, but it's not until we're forced to rely on it or we start realizing that the logical way of doing things 
isn't getting us anywhere anymore, that we start to allow our intuition to lead the way more. I remember the first time I recognized that I was a precognitive dreamer, which basically means I have really vivid dreams about things, or sometimes they just come to me as a hit of information that I'm not sure where it came from, and I've talked about this before, but I'll have this download and then what I envisioned actually happens. For me, it's usually the strangest thing ever, like how your dreams can be super, super strange sometimes but there's a different feeling about them where I know no matter how ridiculous it seems, it's actually going to be real. The very first time this happened, I was a senior in high school and I dreamt I went on a beautiful bike ride with my best friend and her boyfriend. We all had red bikes and we biked all the way from our neighborhood where we all lived to the lake. I grew up in Minneapolis where there's lots of lakes, over 10,000 apparently. And as we went around this lake, I started noticing all of these weird things, like signs, things I had seen and experienced exactly that same way before. It was like deja vu. It was amazing. And I recognized that it was from a dream I had about two weeks before that, where literally everything that was happening had also happened in my dream. This same type of experience happened here and there like once a year or something like that for a long time, but not very close together, not close enough to be like, hey, what's going on here? Until it all kind of just started to speed up when I moved to the big island of Hawaii in 2015 with my partner at the time. And when we made that move, everything I experienced was from a dream which was really good because there was a lot of uncertainty going on in my life and I kind of needed those dreams to support me and show me that I was on the right track even as things started to really fall apart for me there. So that's really how it started for me. But how can you know if you're going through a spiritual awakening? Like I said, you don't need to experience precognitive dreams like I do. Although maybe that is one of the things that do happen to you sometimes, where you just know something, but you can't really explain why. I think in general, what tends to happen is that your senses start to heighten overall. You notice things more, maybe loud noises or crowds start to bother you more because you're picking up on the nuances or the vibrations of others around you way more. Maybe you start to notice when people have really bad vibes really quickly when you meet them, even if you can't quite explain why you don't really want to be around them. Maybe you experience deja vu more or you notice weird synchronicities matching up that in the past you may have thought were a mere coincidence, but you start to realize that there's actually more at play, that the universe is involved somehow. I remember I went to the paint store to pick out a paint color to paint my bedroom after I'd moved back from Hawaii. I knew right away when I went into the store that I was looking for aqua siesta was the name of the color. I had just kind of had those words in my head the night before, just aqua siesta. 
when I went in the store, I was comparing all these different paint colors and I noticed that one of them was called Aqua Siesta. And I'm like, that's it. (laughs) I knew it was the one and I painted my room that color and it was perfect. So that's one more example. But maybe you also notice that your friendships start changing. You realize that you can't really relate to one another as well. Maybe you want to spend more time alone because you feel disconnected from others. Maybe you start to crave depth and meaning and you just can't put up with surface level conversations as much as you used to. Maybe you realize you're feeling a lot more sensitive and emotional or you're a lot more sensitive to foods and you can't eat the same things most people seem to be able to or maybe you used to be able to. Or you see repeating numbers or symbols coming up over and over in your world. Or a bird or a butterfly or a feather floats by just when you need it. Or maybe you smell your grandmother's perfume even though no one is around. Maybe you ask a question and you get an answer in a really bizarre way. Like someone at a restaurant happens to be talking about a subject you were just wondering about and you pick up on their conversation just enough to get the answer or the sign that you were looking for. These are all signs that you are becoming more open and aware, that your vibration is rising, and you are waking up to the magic of the universe. So before I tell you more about my crazy story, I want to talk about what this has to do with your career. Because I talk to a lot of people who are in the midst of a career change and a lot of this often has to do with feeling like there isn't enough meaning in their work. Maybe before a spiritual awakening, you didn't see the harm in working in an office surrounded by a bunch of people and technology doing a job that doesn't really matter in the long run, but it gives you a decent enough quality of life and enough money to provide for yourself or your family, and maybe even some nice benefits. I think when we realize this isn't enough for us, we can start to feel a bit guilty. Everything is fine on the surface, so shouldn't I be happy? But then hopefully, you start to notice others around you or online who are rocking it in their career, doing something they absolutely love, you can start to wonder, maybe there is more I could do or more that I should do. Maybe my intuition is telling me the truth. Maybe I am just wasting my time in this job. Maybe there is more out there for me that would be more authentic to who I really am and who I'm growing and evolving into post-spiritual awakening. I just want to bring this up because if this is something you're experiencing, I want you to know that you're so not alone and there is so much more that is meant for you if you are feeling dissatisfied by any part of your life, not just your career. And if you are feeling this way, it's a really good idea to find someone you can talk to, whether that's me or a spiritual teacher who is local to you or someone online you look up to or a really spiritual friend of yours. I also really recommend going to healers. People like crystal healers and Reiki healers, even acupuncture. Energy medicine can actually help you integrate the changes that your shift in energetic consciousness may be bringing to your life, because your energy will always be reflected in your outer circumstances. 
We've also talked in a previous episode about how Neptune is in Pisces and we're all experiencing a global spiritual awakening at this time on our planet. And many of the people born in the generation of Pluto and Scorpio are now in their 20s and 30s, stepping into the workforce, or maybe wanting to step out of the workforce, and are not content with the surface level way of doing things. Pluto and Scorpio people crave depth. They want to uncover shadows. They want to know and experience the truth of what is really going on in the world and expose the mystery. Even if you weren't born with Pluto and Scorpio, I'm sure you can sense the ripple effects this has been creating the more these people are stepping up and sharing their perspective, myself included. So this brings me to my story. My story is long and windy and scary and weird and surprising, but I guess I'll just give you what I feel I'm ready to share. I'll never forget a conversation I had with Portia Richardson, who was featured way back on episode 9, where we'd been talking, just her and I, not on the show, about spiritual experiences and realizations. She said something along the lines of how our amazing experiences can be like a beautiful vase. We can be so excited and want to show it to others and share it with them, but then we hand it to them and they just like drop it and it shatters into a million pieces because they weren't ready to hold it or they didn't see the value in it or maybe they don't believe it's as beautiful as you do. And I took this to mean that my story is sacred and it's not to be shared with just anyone. And this is why I'm usually somewhat hesitant or reserved about sharing it, even though it's something I've always wanted to be able to share and I've always planned to share in whichever way felt right to me. It's finally been a few years now and I'm going to do my best to share what I can. So I told you about the precognitive dreams I was having when I first moved to Hawaii and how literally everything that was happening had been a dream at one point. Like I was literally living in a dream. You think about someone moving to Hawaii and you think, oh, they're living the dream. But we didn't have a home at first. We were moving around to different places with barely okay living conditions. At one point, we were sleeping on a garage floor at someone's house. At another point, we were living on a lava field with no running water, which means I couldn't take a proper shower for three months. This was so not out of choice. It was out of necessity because we were hunting for a house to buy and we needed to save our money for that. And also there just really weren't any rentals available in the super rural area where we were looking. And along this journey, the relationship with my partner started getting really bad because we were both incredibly stressed. He didn't have a job. My job wasn't going that well because the internet kept cutting out and I was missing work deadlines and I was feeling like a failure of a graphic designer. I didn't know it at the time, but we wouldn't end up moving into an actual home of our own for over six months and most of that time not knowing if we would find one at all. That's when I really started to become obsessed with reading my horoscope. 
I had been obsessed with it before, but it really took it to a new level when I'm like checking it at 11.59 p.m. and being like, did they update it yet? So I'll skip forward a little bit. Eventually, we did get our house, which was amazing, thank goodness. But by that time, my health had gotten really, really terrible, which I had also dreamed about, which was weird and scary. The weirdest thing, though, is that my partner was really into veganism and curing cancer and all sorts of alternative therapies and nutrition and all of that, just kind of as a personal interest more than anything. And one day, he said, I bet I could cure someone of cancer. He just said it kind of in passing as he was walking out the door one morning, like it was no big deal. And then, within a week, I woke up one morning feeling worse than I ever had in my whole life. I was just like passing out and I was in intense pain and I didn't know what in the world was happening to me. I couldn't even sit. I couldn't lay down. It was horrible. And I didn't have health insurance yet. So it took me a few days to get that squared away. And by the time I finally saw a doctor, she urged me to go straight to the emergency room where I was eventually told that I had cancer. So let me just hop in really quickly and stop you right here to let you know that it was a misdiagnosis. So I didn't actually have cancer, but they told me I did. And I left the emergency room with this huge stack of papers about what to do, which was all wrong, by the way. Oh my goodness, don't even get me started. They wanted me to set up an appointment to fly over to Oahu and get into surgery and chemo and radiation as soon as possible because they have way better medical care on Oahu. Now, I didn't know for well over a year and a half or something like that that I didn't actually have cancer. So naturally, I was scared out of my mind, but something in my heart knew that I wasn't going to listen to any of those doctors. I wasn't going to get the surgery. There's no way I was going to go on chemo or radiation. And my partner had said he thought he could cure cancer. So I went raw vegan immediately, and I've actually been vegan ever since, although not quite as extreme as I was about it in the beginning, only eating raw, super nutritious food, and juicing all sorts of crazy things, which actually made me feel so good that I thought about becoming a health coach. So I was sick, I was broke because I was way too sick to work, I was terrified out of my mind about my health. My partner and I were fighting and I no longer had any interest in my career that I had worked so hard to build. Plus, a family member was dying from the same cancer that I was told I had. So I was feeling pretty helpless in life at that time and I cried a lot and I had actually wished that an outstretched arm would just come down from heaven and like pick me up and set me on the path I needed to be on. And guess what? I got my wish, but it didn't show up in a way I had expected or even knew was possible. That is all kind of the backstory. So what happens next is actually the spiritual awakening experience part of this. We're about to go really deep and we're about to get kind of weird, so I hope you're ready. 
In the midst of all of these terrible things that were happening, I decided to look into my astrology chart to see if maybe it could help me gain some understanding about what I was supposed to do. And I've mentioned this part of my story a lot, where my chart was saying I should help people on a deeper spiritual level, and that I was really intuitive, and I needed to let that out more, which also kind of made me wonder if that was maybe why I was sick, because I wasn't letting that out. And all of that sent me on this wild goose chase of wondering how to do that, how to kind of like be more intuitive and spiritual, bring that into my work. And I was studying psychic development and the Akashic Records until all of this led me back to astrology, which is something I had always been interested in my whole life, but I didn't recognize it as being a real career path or a field I could actually like get into. I took this super intense astrology course that was eight days straight of masterclasses taught by astrologers who had been in the field for decades and were basically presenting their life's work, which I don't really recommend for beginners looking back because for me, it was definitely too much at once. By the time I had finished it, I was like hopping out of my skin with excitement about how amazing astrology was and how cool the universe is. And I started to feel like I understood the universe on a way deeper level than maybe I should. I remember after that when I started to feel kind of weird, like something weird was starting to happen. I was looking outside the window. I became obsessed with watching the lawn. It was so weird. All I wanted to do was go out there and work on the yard. And when I wasn't, I was upstairs. We lived in kind of like a treehouse. I was upstairs just watching the lawn. And the lawn was sort of moving, like there were ripples moving through it. I also started to hear crickets so loud. It was deafening. And I'd ask my partner, do you hear that? And he was like, hear what? I was like, how do you not hear the insane amount of crickets? It's like deafening. So my vibration must have been ridiculously high because I was crazily attracted to nature and I heard the sound of crickets so loud that I wanted to plug my ears. During that time, I was also reading charts for fun just to kind of like practice what I had learned in the course. The symbols made so much sense to me on such a deep level, they almost jumped off the page and gave me these piercing realizations that honestly shocked me and I'd only been studying it seriously for about a week. Keep in mind that before that, I barely even knew how to list off each of the zodiac signs, or even which order they went in, or what the houses were, or what order the planets went in, and these weren't really things that we covered in great detail in the course, because the course was mostly about theory and out-of-the-box techniques, and these like very specific areas the astrologers had been studying and centering their life's work around. I was also really, really excited, like scary excited, like way too excited. I still get super, super excited when I read someone's chart, almost like this lightning bolt passes through me. So I was basically walking around my house at that time, super, super open, super raised vibration, and then a shaman came to visit. I swear I'm not making this up. My partner and I ran an Airbnb out of a guest house in the back. Ohana units, as they're called, are really common in Hawaii. 
Many houses have guest houses before you start thinking we're some like crazy rich people. Not all of the houses have Ohana units, but it's really not that weird to have one there. And the shaman stayed back there. We usually didn't go down to greet the guests because our dog would just bark like crazy. But this time I did go down and the shaman gave me a hug. A kind of weird hug. Then I went back upstairs to my home. That is when all of the craziness truly began. I didn't actually know he was a shaman at that time, but what ended up happening is that that entire week, I had the most insane realizations, was seeing visions, and really experiencing a level of awareness I had never known was possible and definitely didn't feel ready for. The whole time he was visiting, my partner would go away for work, for the day, and I'd just be there going through these weird initiations or sacred rituals or something like that I wasn't even fully conscious of. Like, why was I doing this? I didn't know. I was hearing insights and messages and seeing things. I felt really, really weird, and I was having visions of what I now know to be past lives that were almost taking over my current reality. There were three distinct lives that I remembered and there must have been maybe some like deep karma attached to them because the memories were very vivid and I felt like I was on some kind of mission. I couldn't sleep and I couldn't eat for several days. I'd try to put food in my mouth and I would just spit it out like I couldn't even swallow it. It was just so weird. And then when I would lay in bed at night, just trying to sleep, my heart would be beating like crazy and I couldn't possibly push my awareness down to the level where I could actually fall asleep. So as everyone else was sleeping, I was going on these insane journeys where I would rise through each of my chakras and gain an incredible level of understanding about the world and the universe and cosmic consciousness and the planets and the stars. I also experienced kundalini rising, although I want to make it clear that I didn't know what any of these things were at the time. I hadn't looked into any of my past lives, nor did I know that much about it. I didn't know that much about chakras except like the basics, and I certainly didn't know what kundalini was all about. It's only through looking back and learning from teachers and studying that I can now understand that the uncoiling of a snake in your spine rising up to your forehead is a kundalini awakening. And it's looking back that I can realize that all of my chakras were open all the way through chakra 12. I also experienced being telepathic. I experienced manifesting things within seconds. I was talking to ascended masters and a goddess at one point. And I experienced seeing the symbolism of the world around me on an insane level. When a song would come on, it had very deep meaning for my life, even if it was on shuffle. It was just this super, super heightened awareness of everything around me. And I was not on drugs of any kind. Through all of this, I realized that it was my calling to help others find theirs through astrology, and that is why it came so easily to me, and this is why I'm so clear and committed to this vision today. Because honestly, the universe scared the crap out of me. 
Even though I was ridiculously excited about astrology and was really happy that there was more to the world, like I always knew there was all along, I was just so weak. I hadn't slept or eaten in days. As the sun rose in the morning and birds gathered outside my window with their wings flapping, I felt like I was being asked if I wanted to stay. And I said, yes. That day, the shaman left, but not before leaving behind a shaman necklace for me to prove that I had been right about who he was. And he actually got me some scrambled eggs. Even though we hadn't spoken the entire week, I was just like in my house, (laughs) not coming out. And then as he drove away, I suddenly started to feel more like myself again. That is my insane story of my spiritual awakening, which I couldn't in a million years have made up, which I continued to study and question and explore and integrate for a long, long time after that. I think I'll probably always be integrating it. I hope you can understand now why I haven't really wanted to share it because I don't know how normal it makes me seem. I certainly didn't feel very normal at the time. What I want you to take out of hearing my story is that magic definitely does exist. All of this weird spiritual stuff is real. The universe is way cooler than we've been led to believe and that you are not crazy nor alone for thinking so and neither am I, even if it sounds like it. I also want you to know that these crazy experiences have had an amazing impact on my life. I have become incredibly compassionate to the suffering of others. I don't see death as the end. I innately understand that we're all connected. I'm in tune with my intuition. I honor my body and my spirit and my life more than I ever have before, having almost lost it. And I live every day feeling like I really am on an important mission to help others find their calling. Since that time in my life, I've been so grateful to work with amazing mentors, spiritual teachers, and healers who, thank goodness, have helped me so much in coming back down to earth to integrate what happened to me so I can use it in a practical way to help others. I'm also constantly spreading the knowledge that I gained from that small window of time, peering into the great unknown, and actually, for just a moment, understanding it. As part of the bonus resource for this episode, I have created a very special meditation for you, taking you through each of the 12 chakras so you can gain a deeper understanding and awareness of your true place in the universe. And more than anything, just to raise your vibration and see things from a higher level. You can download the meditation by becoming a stellar supporter at patreon.com slash thecosmiccalling. You'll also get early access to future episodes, behind-the-scenes updates, and all of the other bonus resources offered so far. I want to thank you so, so much for being open to hearing my wild story, my true story, and I hope that this episode will help you realize that the things you have experienced are real too, in case you weren't sure, and that there is a way for you to live in tune with your intuition and deeper soul gifts, and that you really shouldn't settle for anything less than that, because what you're looking for does exist. 
For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 43. For more information on astrology readings, reports, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling wherever you love to listen. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off an astrology reading or report. In our next episode, I'm chatting with Joanna Hennen about how we can tune into our intuition more clearly to make decisions easier and how we can come to trust our inner knowing more.